Shalom, all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Ba'ashem, Yahweh Peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant, which consists of you so-called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites who look like all the different nations, but your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Peace and blessings, Shalom, to the family out there. Wanted to give you an update uh, right quick uh, before I go into the lesson I uh, had an interview on uh, Lance Skurve as a brother who have a, a platform on YouTube and other, uh, you know, uh, streaming services. And I'm going into my uh, testimony of uh, being targeted, you know, as a what they call a targeted individual. So uh, it should be uh, completed uh, by uh, this... Uh, not uh, well right now it's uh, almost 1:44 a.m. but it should be uh, completed this evening or at night he said about maybe 8 p.m. so if it be the Lord's will I will put a link on the uh, description box uh, when I uh, when I do my next broadcast to uh, go into the interview and I wanted to um, just say, you know, thank you, brothers and sisters out there that's been uh, listeners, and I greatly appreciate it. You know, I uh, understand and know that you could go on any other uh, platform, but you have uh, decided to uh, fellowship with me here, and I'm uh, grateful. You know, this platform on Anchor.com is being simulcast on uh, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and other ones that I'm finding out, you know, when I do uh, research on Hebrew, Israelite, biblical news, and I see all these other uh, platforms that's connected to the show. So that's why I'm seeing, you know, uh, throughout the time that I started this broadcast, the numbers uh, steadily increasing and I give all praises to Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai and you know I'm noticing lately that you know some shadow banning going on I'm definitely shadow banned on uh, YouTube it's like uh, this um, this um, content you know is a you know is a hindrance to the heathens agenda you know we're telling our people to repent and return to the Lord. And by doing that, the Lord is healing us, you know, spiritually. You know, no matter what we're going through physically, spiritually, we're being healed. And they don't want our people to be healed. They want our people to be broken people. You know, this devil, he's used psychological terror on the minds of Israelites, you know, using Christianity and uh, just fear. You know, fear, intimidation, that's where you get the KKK and all the other hate groups that would go into black towns and destroy them. You know, terrorism, that's what it is in every true sense. And this devil, he's the, he's the biggest terrorist on the planet. They always go into Arabs and, you know, them in caves and wearing turbans and stuff like that and on camels. This devil, he's the biggest terrorist on the planet. He has terrorized the nations of the earth, and that's why these nations are bucking up against them. That's why this devil, his name is Mud, 
uh, around the earth and they're feeling it, you know, they're feeling the pressure. So they're, you know, and rightfully so, you know, they're, you know, they're uh, becoming more and more uh, loathed for what they've done. They haven't contributed to this earth. They have just robbed, raped, murdered, pillaged, lied, and just stole, stole things that's not theirs like heritages. You know, they took our identity and claimed it for their own, you know, took our land and took our inventions. And you'll find out that the majority of these inventions were created by, by Negroes. You know, all the things that we, you know, utilize every day in our daily lives. You know, you got families whose relatives invented those very things and they don't... Uh, get any, um, you know, basically any rights, music. You got uh, artists out there, you know, that created rock and roll, created blues, and and they're public, uh, publishing stolen. So some ish could, you know, have his family uh, well off for generations, you know. Bible go into how we wouldn't be able to accumulate things, you know, and there's always been a plot against us, you know, there's always been a orchestrated, you know, agenda. Although we should be a protected class, uh, these people just allow our people to be destroyed in the streets. You know, it is gaslighting, in the highest levels, you know, the highest sense of gaslighting, these people have gaslit the Israelites with no remedy, but the Bible says that this is a people are robbed and spoiled, you know. They're hid in prison houses and none say restore. So they, they're not trying to restore us because they, they're working against us. And eventually... Um, it's going to catch up with them when the Lord returns and bring us true justice, true uh, mercy, you know, bring forth righteous judgment. So I want to uh, go into the mark of the beast. It's a film that I, that I, that I like watching. It's called Years of the Beast. It was released in 1981 that go into the scenario of food shortages, you know, and a one world system. Now they go off in um in certain things, you know, of course, they push the uh rapture. The uh, film is based off people being uh you know, uh you know, what's that a uh, raptured and they disappear. So now you know, people that were sitting at their tables now, the only thing left is their clothes and their rings and their jewelry, you know, like their watches and stuff like that, and they're physically gone. That's what they push in these, uh, a lot of these uh, Christian movies, because that's, that's their doctrine, but it's not biblical. The, the doctrine of the rapture is fake. The Bible tells us that all that live godly shall suffer persecution. So the Israelites... 
uh, during the time of Jacob's trouble, during the time of, you know, the mark of the beast, which is in Jacob's trouble, everybody is going to go through different things. Everybody will be tested, you know, everybody's faith. So ain't nobody being uh, raptured up before tribulation or the great tribulation. So I want to uh, play a little bit of this audio because I want to go into the uh, food shortage. So let me let me explain first. It's this uh, Edomite. He's a professor at this college, and he was speaking to his boss, who he found out uh, he got you know the, his boss got uh, fired, and his boss is like a you know he's a Christian. So he was explaining to this professor that, um, you know, because of, uh, I guess, the budget, you know, uh, the economy, as, as we're going to see in the, you know, or as you'll hear in this film, uh, these uh, food shortages, you know, going to the grocery store and everything is expensive. But nonetheless, he wrote like a um, a paper, the, the uh, his boss wrote a paper about Christianity. He wanted him to critique it. And so this professor, he's like a non-believer, you know, I would assume like an atheist. And the uh, his boss is going to disappear. He's going to rapture in, in the film. So that's kind of like how it starts. And But at the time, he didn't know that he was uh, raptured, you know, he just know that he he was talking to him and then he disappeared and he didn't know what was going on. So he ended up calling his wife and she wanted him to go grocery shopping. So he's going to go to this grocery store and find out that that people are fighting. You know, like um, it's just a, a chaotic scene, people fighting over stuff and. Ain't hardly no stuff around. Remember what happened during that, during the shutdown, during COVID, how people were fighting over toilet paper and paper towels. Well, when this famine really take place, because that was just a dry run, you know. But when it when it really kick off, people are going to be actually killing each other over food. So I'm going to play the audio. I wish I had a way to show the video but I can't because when I showed it on YouTube, they uh, they removed the video. I've always wanted to go into these uh, Mark of the Beast movies. You know, they're older and they do go off on doctrine, but there are certain things. And you can, you know, like we say all the time, you just pick the bones out because none of these uh, new movies, they go into it, you know. So here we go. looking for a child I guess she's supposed to have been raptured you know so she's in the they in the grocery store 
So it says no checks or credit cards except the cash only. No, uh, what is it, exceptions. So already the checking system and the credit card system is it, it, uh, collapsed. So they only taking cash, but then everything is really expensive. You know, hyperinflation. So in the same, hey, you brothers and sisters out there, go to uh, YouTube and this film is called Years of the Beast. It was released in 1981. It's a full movie. Gary Bayer and Alana Raider and Malcolm McCallman, Jerry Hauser. And in this scene, which is about 12 minutes and 26 seconds, you'll see that the shelves are bare, but the only thing they got is toilet paper and paper towels. Hey, that's predictive programming. Because remember what happened during the shutdown? People were fighting over what? Paper towels and toilet paper. So I thought that was, um, you know, you know, like, again, predictive programming that they would show this. And it, this film was again done in 1981. So here we go. Play it again. Excuse me, have you seen a little girl with blonde hair and a blue coat? No, I'm sorry. The lady, she grabbed, she looked like she was going to grab toilet, the paper towels. She looked like she was going to grab the paper towels and then she took her hand off of it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's strange too. They showed the, the, uh, the camera pen with the paper towels. There was nothing else around. She grabbed, she like put her hand on it and then she took it away. So they're grabbing stuff off the shelves. He's grabbing whatever he needs, you know, he got like bread and eggs and so people are like angry, pissed off. Wait a minute. That's more than double the marked price. Read the sign, ladies. You want the eggs or not? Yeah, I want the eggs. Whatever. So she's paying extra for, you know, like eggs, you know, we noticed that the eggs prices have went up everything is going up just work here if you want to cry rip off yell at the government come on are we gonna fight or are we gonna check out groceries that'll be what she said if you want to cry rip off yell at the government so even in the movies they putting out there that that really what's happening man is being orchestrated you know that this is this is all you know, uh, predict the programming that that they're um, actually going into all of these things. An eighty-nine sixty-five with tax. She had to pay one eighty-nine sixty-nine. Hell, that's 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 a lot of money now.
lady got pissed off and knocked down a display. And she she only had like one bag of groceries. And it's going to get to that point where and it is it's already at this at that point, but it's going to get worse. Let me uh, find the uh, scripture where it talks about where it talks about victuals shall be good and cheap because um, right now, you know, people, uh, although, you know, the prices uh, are a little bit more expensive, you can still go to like Dollar Tree, you know, Family Dollar. And you could still buy like groceries. You could you could buy milk there. You could buy eggs. You can buy bread, if they you know at times if they have it because they you know they run out a lot because it's cheap. So people you know that go to these grocery stores and they're able to buy all this stuff, they actually think they're in a good situation. When the Bible talk about how people will think that. That's in the Apocrypha. So this is in the book of 2nd Ezra, chapter 16, verse 21. It says, Behold, victuals shall be good, cheap upon the earth, that they shall think themselves to be in good case. So because the victuals shall be good and cheap people actually think that they're going to be in a good situation victuals is basically goods so because you can go to all of those little cheap stores you can go to walmart and buy you know groceries at a at a decent price even though it's still still kind of high you can go to aldi and other stores so people think they're in a good situation it says and even then shall evils grow upon earth. So evils are growing, they're multiplying upon the earth. It says sword, famine, and great confusion. The sword is Esau with his uh, weapons of warfare, famine, you know, food shortages, and great confusion. See, there's no knowledge of Yahweh in the land. And the word Babylon, it means confusion. So you got... Uh, mass mass confusion, you know, the heavenly Father is not the art of confusion. So, this world is Satan's world, and America is uh, the um, you know basically the headquarters of the New World Orders on your dollar bill. This is a satanic country, a satanic society. You know that they're um, you know basically worshippers of Baphomet, worshippers of Satan. The Freemasons, they're Luciferians. So this this country wasn't found on, you know, biblical principles, but you know, Satanism, with rituals of, you know, uh, uh, you know the Egyptian rituals and Babylonian rit rituals. You know, they sacrifice people. You know, all, all of those weird stories you know people murdered and and how how they were murdered that's there were ritualistic killings like what happened to uh black dahlia 
She was a uh, actress, you know, a struggling actress in California. And this was like in the 40s. And they found her in a field, man, severed in half. Her blood was drained. She was tortured. So Hollywood being uh, Satanists, you know, devil worshipers, that woman was ritualistically killed. And these people, they're drawing power on the left-hand side. So this, this place is satanic, you know? So that's the confusion. Men dressing up like women, women dressing up like men. You know, you got people pushing that, that men can have children. You know, you got drag queen story time in schools. That's confusion. It's an abomination. So they they showing a commercial. So yeah, um, vitriol should be uh, good and cheap, and that's really setting people up for failure because they they think because of you know um, they can get things you know and it's not gonna it's not gonna cost them a lot of money. They don't realize that inflation is really uh, creeping up. You know, they'll 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 make it like where your gas is high and it was supposedly based off that war. But we don't buy, uh, you know, uh, America talking about citizens in America or even just the infrastructure in America. We, we don't buy our oil or, or gas from from those uh, countries like Russia. So why is gas high? That's because they're manipulating, you know, they're manipulating the uh, the economy. And they're forcing the middle class into a poorer class, you know, to be they they basically wiping out all of the middle class. They want people either poor and then you have the rich. see let's go to the scripture where uh, um, where it talks about the rich men are going to howl that's that's going into how the dollar is going to be uh, worthless that's also in um What's that in the book of Ecclesiastes about the um, the grinder cease going into all the jobs shutting down? So this is the book of James, chapter 5, verse 1. Go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl, for your misery shall come upon you. So all these rich Edomites and even rich Jakes, you know, they're not like the, the Rothschilds, you know. Hell, to them, Bill Gates is poor. But you're going to have rich Edomites out there, just like uh, during the time of uh, Wall Street, they were jumping off rules, you know, committing suicide, blowing their brains out because they were um, bankrupt. 
they were rich and then all of a sudden they lost everything. So when when this dollar collapsed, people they're gonna feel it. Black folks is and Latino folks are are used to not having. Native American folks are used to not having. It says your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth eating. So those riches that they accumulated, you know, uh, FRN notes, you know, dollars, you know, U.S. currency is corrupted. It says in your garments or moth eating because pretty soon the U.S. dollar is going to be utterly worthless. Right now, you know, we can buy things with it, buy groceries, you know, pay our bills. But it's going to come to a point where that money itself, which is not backed by nothing, it's going to be worthless. So these, they're rich is the rich men that's going to weep and howl because they're miserable because they're poor. You know, they're out on the streets. They don't have their fancy cars. You know, they don't have their their hangers on. You know, they have all these women flocking around them. They don't have none of that because when that when all of that leaves, everybody goes. You know, it says gold, your gold and silver is cankered and the rust of them shall be a witness against you and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last day. So all these people that's accumulating money and silver, their gold and silver, their money is cankered. You know, it's, it's going to rust. You know, rust is basically something that's is deteriorating, you know. It says, Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields. This is going into these, you know, these companies that are hiring people for cheap labor. All these jobs that we work in, they could pay us more. It says, Behold, the hire of the laborers, you know, the money, you know, that, that people are supposed to uh, get your wage because Biblically, when you work, they're supposed to pay you at the end of a shift. You're not supposed to wait a week, two weeks, or even a month. You work that day, you're supposed to get paid at the end of the day. That goes into the parable, you know, where the, you know, the laborers, where you had the different uh, uh, workers, you know, working at different parts of the day. But then at the end, they all got the wage, you know, at the end of their, you know, basically their shift. So it says, behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is of you kept back by fraud. So they these uh, companies, they're they're defrauding those that are working. They should be paying this way more money. You know, if you work in a, a laborous job, you know, you're you're working a warehouse or you know, you're doing manual labor or even if you are, you know, working in a um, an office, you know, office building, more than likely, whatever you're doing, they, you should be, you should be, uh, your wage should be higher. And that's because these companies, they're, they're defrauding people. You know, if you're getting paid $15, $16 an hour, say you work at a restaurant, they paying you $12, $13 an hour. For the work that you do, you should be getting paid $20 an hour. And that's how they defraud and that's how they 
or um, as it says, which is of you kept by, back by fraud, crieth. So the laborers are crying. People are, are saying, hey, we, we need to be uh, getting paid our, our wage. That's why you got people out there that are, they'll be protesting and then they'll get, you know, they'll form a union. It says, and the cries of them which have reaped or entered into the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth, the Lord of armies, that's also a Sabaoth. So the Lord hear the cries of his people that are being ripped off by these corporations, these companies that are defrauding you. Because what you get paid, the, it, it should match the cost of living. You can't support yourself or your family making $13 an hour and you working like eight, 10 hour shifts. Some brothers and sisters working 12, 16 hours and got barely enough to pay bills. And you, and the most important thing out of everything is your time because you don't get that back. It says, ye have lived in pleasure on the earth and have been wanton. See, these people, that got all this money, the rich that's going to weep and howl, they live in pleasure. That These are the ones that's uh, going on those trips. They got, you know, they got their boats, their yachts, you know, and they can afford, you know, to spend uh, one, two, three, four weeks, you know, and they, they got champagne and and all of that is off the backs of laborers. People like, uh, what's his name? Um, the dude that owned Amazon, Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, all these people and, and other companies, you know, out there that are just, you know, slave, slave labor. So they, they have lived in pleasure on the earth and been wanton. Wanton means undisciplined. They're undisciplined. They, they'll splurge, you know. They'll, they'll spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on a meal, you know, and, and buy their wives and mistresses, uh, you know, fancy clothes, you know, bags and cars, you know, luxury cars. It says, you have nourished your hearts your, or your minds as in a day of slaughter. It says, ye have condemned and killed the just, and he doth not resist you. So these these are nations, you know, specifically Esau have become rich. You know, they're not above uh, killing people, man. You know, they they will actually uh you know take out people. You know, they have condemned and killed the just. A lot of these corporations, they're they're like the mafia. What happened uh, during the time of um, Karen Silkwood? If y'all haven't heard about Karen Silkwood, she was a uh, she was an Edomite woman, and she had blew the whistle on a company that was making like uh, nuclear parts, or you know, like they were dealing with nuclear stuff, and so. What happened was a lot of the workers there were getting sick. They were, uh, you know, their hair was falling out. They was, you know, 
they were they were basically being exposed to radiation and she exposed it and she ended up mysteriously dying in a car wreck and a lot of people think that it was foul play so that's why it says you have condemned and killed the just and that that's just an example i mean she of course i believe she was an edomite but nonetheless they would definitely do that to so-called negroes latinos and native americans these different companies you know you get a lawsuit for you know for their negligence you know or you know you file a lawsuit then you got to be careful cuz these companies they will retaliate they they will you know send people out to harass you and stalk you and and or worse so you got to be careful you know when when it comes to lawsuits you had a brother uh who was uh working for Frito Lay and he worked overtime. I mean, he was devoted to Frito-Lay. He, I mean, he pretty much lived for that company. He will, He worked so much that his wife thought he was committing adultery on her. You know, she thought that uh, he was cheating. You know, but nonetheless, he was working. He was working like 18 hours. And she's like, Ain't nobody working that much and coming to find out he was. So what ended up happening was he ended up uh, going to work one day. He tried to open the door, and I guess there was something wrong with the door. He got electrocuted. And he was in the hospital. They first sent him to one of their janky doctors to try to downplay his injuries. And they were like, when you coming back to work? And here it is, you know, he was in pain. And so what ended up happening was he had all of these bills and he, uh, you know, basically had to file a suit, you know, uh, you know, basically to try to, you know, get some help, you know, some assistance while he, you know, was working there. And they started targeting his family and his wife noticed that these people was following her around and the private investigator was recording you know his family they was recording the wife with their children and they literally you know basically kicked him to the curb you know here it is he's you know he's trying to uh, basically be you know a good employee you know, a good employee, and you'll find out, man, that when you give your all to these jobs, they don't respect you. You know, I, I find, I found that out the hard way. Matter of fact, these companies, they don't like hard workers. They really don't, because what ends up happening is the people that don't work hard, and even the supervisors, they get jealous and they get intimidated. They feel that their jobs are threatened. You know, if you're coming in being a hard worker, they're afraid that because you're, uh, you know, you're, you know, showing, you know, that, that, you know, you could do their job, they'll get, they'll get uh, pissed off and then get people to turn against you. It says, be patient, therefore, brethren, until the coming of the Lord, behold, the husbandman, waited for the precious fruit of the earth and have long 
patience of it until he receive the early and later rain. So that's talking about the return of the Messiah. He's the husbandman and the precious fruit of the earth. That's you brothers and sisters, you know, starting with the men, the elect men. That's the fruit of the earth, precious fruit of the earth and have long waited. You know, that's what the angels coming in who are the reapers to gather, you know, the uh, wheat, you know, the wheat from the tares, the tares of the, um, you know, the heathens that are among Israel and the spiritual tares, the two thirds. Here we go. got laid off and they canceled the uh the term i guess the semester or wherever you know however you know um you know whatever you know like the time that that they would uh do their classes or whatever like that that was canceled so based off of not having um you know uh, an economy because the economy is collapsing because they're bringing in the one world order system. And we could see how, you know, you parallel that to what's happening in society. That's, that's exactly what the elites are doing. You know, the, the great resignation, the job shutting down during that shutdown, you know, uh, people, uh, now about to get hemmed up because they didn't hire what 80,000 IRS agents that got guns so a lot of people that during that shutdown that, you know, basically signed up to get those PPP loans, PPP, uh, you know, COVID loans and stuff like that, lying, you know, frauding. So now these people that thought they got away with, now they're about to get their, you know, basically they, they're going to get um, evicted out their houses and, and more than likely charged. Because a lot of people, they, you know, they they thought they got away with it, you know, during that shutdown, you know, uh, a lot of companies, you know, they, they, um, they allowed, you know, the employees to, to get, you know, benefits, you know, like, uh, unemployment in, in my situation, uh, I worked at that hotel and they had it, you know, where, you know, all the employees, uh, they had it already set up. So when we had the shutdown, our, our unemployment kicked in. So after, and I was, you know, with that unemployment, we were getting shit. I was making more money on that unemployment a week than I make in two weeks. But, you know, I knew that once the uh, unemployment ended, I would go back to work. And that's what I did. I wasn't going to try to you know, 
milk the system or whatever like that. I knew that that shit was one, you know, uh, if anybody was going to try to be on some shyster shit, they were going to get hemmed up. And I, and I came back to work, but then it was, you know, some of my coworkers, they didn't, they didn't go back to work. I'm like, the hell with that. So with this IRS, a lot of people about to get hemmed up, but then you have businesses, legitimate businesses that they're going to try to come after that, you know, because they want to destroy the middle class. You got a lot of, you know, family-owned businesses. They they made it through that, um, you know, made it through the first shutdown. So now they're coming back to try to finish the job, you know, going after people that want to be self-employed because also you had a lot of companies that were started during that shutdown. A lot of people, they did the right thing. They, you know, they didn't want to go back to work and and be under no, you know, oppressive system where they're not paying you what you're worth, you know, as an employee, and they started their own companies. And so now they, these people are going after small businesses. Did last shock do any damage? Yes. Oh, well, what? Me. Stephen, I can't handle these quakes anymore. Honey. I want to go to Dad's. So, uh, in the uh, in the film, they're having earthquakes, which is a part of biblical prophecy. When you go to uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 24, the Messiah, he spoke of the end times, what would happen. So, this is the book of uh, Matthew, chapter 24. In uh, verse 7, and it reads, For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. So that's talking about race wars. You can see the Edomites, they're, they're attacking so-called Negroes. They're, they're attacking so-called Latinos. Esau's even attacking so-called Asians, but black folks are getting blamed for that. You know, that's what you get the Asian hate crime <clears throat> laws and stuff like that that's protecting Asians, but there, you notice there ain't no anti-black um, hate crime laws. You know, it says, and there shall be famines, food shortages, which we're in a food shortage. Chicken and beef is very expensive. Eggs, but it's going to get worse. It says, and pestilences, which is Diseases, the coronavirus, the uh, small, uh, what's that, the uh, monkeypox, that's a pestilence. These are um, judgments, plagues from the Lord. Whether Esau did it or not, the Lord said that um, a man's ways is of the Lord. So how can a man understand his, his own ways? So whether it's orchestrated or not, the Lord, he still is over everybody. He still is, you know, basically allowing or causing these situations to happen. It says, and earthquakes in diverse places. So in the film, you know, the professor's uh, wife, she's talking about how she's tired of earthquakes. And so she wants to go to the country uh, with her dad. And, you know, f you know. 
in the in the movie her dad is like a um a Christian. So he disappears. Oh no, I am in no mood to be preached at. That is the last thing I need. Besides, I'm sure there's just as much quake activity at your dad's as there is here. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. Call him on the phone again. I've been calling him. I've been so concerned since that last shock. Boy, Kleinman sure scooted out after that. What? He was there one minute, gone the next. Stephen, you're not listening to me. So she's been trying to call her dad. So in the film, he's supposed to have been raptured. And then uh, the professor's boss, he disappeared too. So you can see how they're pushing that uh, that false rapture doctrine. That's a man-made doctrine. I am, I am. You said that... Uh... You couldn't reach your dad. That's right, and I'm worried about him. The operator says the phone's working okay, but he's not answering. June, honey, he's probably out in the barn tinkering around with that old pickup. Stan, please. There's nothing holding us here, and with the next term being canceled, I don't see why... We are not going up to the farm. Stephen, we have been telling Daddy for the last few weeks, as soon as we had an opportunity... We are not going up to the farm so of course uh, he's going so they're going through this uh, town and there's a whole bunch of people out there they drunk and they try to they jump in front of the vehicle and they're like banging on the window and and you know like the Bible say, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many is wax cold. There's a bunch of wicked-ass people out here that don't fear the Lord. They are atheists. They they just feel like they don't have to answer to anybody. So by them thinking that they're lawless, you know, they 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 are just wicked. You know, they evil. They feel like that. They don't have to. Uh, they don't uh, have to be accountable for their actions. You know, they they feel like they don't have to explain anything to anybody and what they're doing. And that's the spirit that's on the earth. That YOLO, you only live once. That's the spirit. You know, the women they're in that mindset. They they feel like they they could do whatever they want. You know, the men is the same way. guy he's smoking weed and blowing it in front of the car window and another dude he got like a like a pantyhose over his face you know like robbers and another dude's holding up a beer can and drinking so they're like you know basically mocking them and they got this little ass pinto that barely got gas in it so they trying to you know get to uh his uh, father-in-law's house
what's wrong. He done ran out of gas and a wife, she she got gas and used it and didn't even refill it up. So he's, he's going to be pissed off. Let's see, let's see. Okay, so Lockie, hold on. So I want to uh, read a scripture because I was uh, going into... Um, let's see. I was going into uh, the rapture doctrine, how that have uh, basically been taught in the Christian churches, which that really is setting people up for failure because they feel like they don't have to be like watchful. They don't have to be, you know, um, really doing their best to serve the Lord in spirit and in truth. And they just feel like if they can just, you know, say that they believe in Jesus and, and, uh, and, you know, they're going to be saved. They already feel like they're going to be saved or they already are saved because, uh, they accepted Jesus. But the Bible tells us that he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. So, you have to endure Jacob's trouble in order to be saved, you know, in order to be delivered. It's an actual process. It's not just saying, oh, I'm saved, and then you get raptured. No, you know, you're going to go through hell and back. So I like to read out of Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 20, because the Bible prophesied how the rapture doctrine would be pushed to the point where people will believe that they would they will fly you know be delivered in that manner now there will be an actual deliverance being beamed up in those so-called ufos which are the clouds so yeah there is a transfiguration you know taking off the mortal and putting on the immortal that will take place but the bible says that all that live godly shall suffer persecution so Ain't nobody getting up out of here in that manner until immediately after tribulation. So this is Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 20. Wherefore, thus saith the Lord, Yahweh, behold, I am against your pillows, wherewith ye there hunt the souls to make them fly. And that's your rapture doctrine. You know, I says, I am against your pillows, wherewith ye there hunt the souls to make them fly. So it's like basically making our people feel comfortable like pillows. You know, it says, I am against your pillows. You know, it says, ye there hunt the souls to make them fly. So these wicked pastors, they, they will, you know, basically hunt the souls of the Israelites, you know, teaching you things that, that aren't true. By seeing that your soul will fly, you know, during a so-called rapture and says, and I will tear them from your arms and will go and will let the souls go, even the souls that ye hunt to make them fly. So that's your rapture doctrine.
teaching teaching that that people are just gonna disappear, you know, you know, uh, uh, before a tribulation. And uh, and what's the scripture? Um, the righteous shall be scarcely saved. So everybody is gonna go through hell, you know, and back. So the righteous are, are going to barely make it up out of here. It's going to be, a, you know, like a cliffhanger, so to speak. Let's see. The righteous shall be scarcely. So this is the book of First Peter, chapter 4. Verse 18, it says, and if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? So if the righteous barely make it up out of here, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Which is saying that the uh, the ungodly and the, and the sinner don't have a chance because the righteous are barely going to make it up out of here. It's going to be that bad, you know, where... It, it ain't going to look good for those of the elect and the remnant, but they're going to scarcely be saved by the UFOs. You know, that's where you go into Revelation chapter 11. Where it talks about. Uh, let's see. Okay. I might have to do another uh, broadcast. I want to, you know. I really wish I could uh, share this with you, brothers and sisters, uh, like you know, like uh, on um, on my uh, Streamyard. But YouTube is on some, you know, they they go into uh, copyright, you know, so I can't play it, because you know because of the copyright laws. So this is the Book of Revelation, chapter eleven. And verse 11, it says, actually, let's go to 12. It says, and they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies beheld them. So where it says the righteous shall be scarcely saved. That's talking about during the time of World War Three the Israelites being beamed up in those ships. This is immediately after tribulation. You know, or, you know, this, you know, basically in that same hour, when you go to uh, Matthew the 24th, it goes into that. And we're going to go uh, to uh, continue in, uh, what's that, verse 13. And it says, in that same hour was there a great earthquake. So when the elect, and the remnant are beamed up in that same hour, in that same hour, you know, like simul, you know, sim, uh, what's that? Uh, simultaneously, events, cataclysmic events. In that same hour, there was a great earthquake. That's talking about World War Three, and the tenth part of the city fell, and in the earthquake was slain of men seven thousand. So. Ten part of the city fell, which is talking about how America is cut up in ten regions. That's that tenth part of the city. 
It says, and it was slain of men 7,000. 7,000 is a complete number. Anybody that's uh, left over here, not of the elect and a remnant that's not beamed up in those ships, 7,000, that means total destruction, total um, annihilation for those people left here in Babylon the Great during World War III. It says, and the remnant were fighting and gave glory to the God of heaven. So the, the elect and the remnant being beamed up in that in that short you know time period you know the righteous shall be scarcely saved you know in the twinkling of an eye it's going to be a frightful and fearful event to the point where the remnant are going to be frightened because the the amount of devastation the destruction of babylon the great bible says the earth will reel to and fro like a drunkard so being beamed up in those ships and seeing all this destruction, you know, throughout uh, Babylon the Great, that's going to be a frightful event because you're going to have uh, the elect being beamed up while those missiles drop. It says, and gave glory to the God of heaven. So the elect and the remnant are going to be praising Yahweh, Bashem Yahweh Shai. Thanking the Lord for deliverance, you know. Thanking the Lord for for um, him coming back to save his people, to be the deliverer of the nation of Israel. And during that time, as it says, and their enemies beheld them, so all the enemies of Israel, I'll read, read that again. It says... And they heard a great voice from heaven. Well, Salaki, I didn't even read that. I, I don't think I read that. I'm, I can't remember. I've done a few of these uh, lessons already uh, prior. So I'm kind of, my mind, it kind of like all the scriptures, they just kind of, at some point when I'm doing too much, they kind of, you know, I kind of forget. So I read a verse 12 again and said and they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them come up hither and they ascended up to heaven in the cloud and their enemies beheld them so the elect and the remnant are going to be beamed up in those ships hearing the actual voice in the Hebrew saying come up hither it says and their enemies beheld them so the enemies of Israel of the uh, two thirds because they're enemies as well as the heathen nations the one uh the ones that's listed in Psalm 83, those are the ones that's going to see the elect beamed up. That's why it says, and their enemies beheld them, because the enemies of Israel are going to be looking up, seeing the Israelites being delivered in those UFOs. So I'm going to uh, continue this, uh, this lesson, you know, going into the mark of the beast. Shalom.